Hello, friends, and welcome to the PrepWell podcast. I'm your host, Phil Black. And if you have an 8th, 9th, or 10th grader with big aspirations, like the Ivy League or military service academies like West Point, ROTC, or athletic scholarships, boom, you've come to the right place. My specialty, my superpower, if you will, is preparing families for these competitive programs. I'll teach you what your child should do, when they should do it, and how you can help. So stick around and prepare to out-prepare. Hello, friends, and welcome to the show. Today, we're talking about how to help your child keep track of their extracurricular activities throughout high school, namely sports and music and theater, academics, summer experiences, including academic courses they might take over the summer, internships, work experience, community service, and of course, any type of awards or certificates, MVPs, letters of recognition, news articles, anything that shows your child with any type of distinction. Now, there are many options, some of which your child or you may already be using, from not doing anything to recording events in a notebook, collecting articles or certificates in a physical folder or a binder, updating a computer file or a spreadsheet, or doing what prep wellers do, which is updating in real time their own personal, fully curated, and edited by me, LinkedIn profile. The goal of these options, and there are plenty of others, is to document important moments in your child's life for later use, either for posterity or for their college applications, or both. Now today, I'm going to walk you through the importance of this process and each of the steps required to be successful. Before we get into the tactical steps, let's start with the big picture strategy. Why exactly might it be useful for your child to maintain a running list of accomplishments as they make their way through high school? Well, for one, tracking one's accomplishments over time is generally a good life practice. A practice of journaling or recording their lives will help them to preserve memories of their experiences. This could be in written form, but more likely today, their documentation will likely be made up of videos and photos. Clearly, many kids today have plenty of experience with this thanks to the Snapchats and the Instagrams of the world. I'd like them to take it one step further. Number two, tracking what they're up to can expose their inaction. When a student checks in with their resume, or whatever we want to call this running list, every three to four months, and it's not growing, and they have nothing to add for months and months at a time, that should get their attention. Maybe they aren't actually doing very much. Maybe this will be a call to action for them. Number three, at the same time it might be a wake-up call for a lack of activity, it can also serve to reinforce how well they're doing as they rack up special activities and awards and recognition, it cuts both ways. Positive reinforcement can be a motivator as well. Number four, keeping this type of log is a way to force a practice of self-reflection, which is not something that most teenagers are particularly known for. Number five, as a practical matter, having this information at their fingertips prepares your child for the day that someone actually asks them for a resume or a brag sheet or a list of accomplishments. This could be for a job interview 
or an internship or an overseas experience or a foreign exchange program, and of course, eventually their college applications. Six, last but not least, having this information surely makes the college application a lot easier and less stressful when the time comes. When the common application asks your child to list, for instance, awards and honors or extracurricular activities, they will already have an up-to-date list with the right dates and organizations and important names. You'd be surprised how many awards and experiences and jobs and other significant events will be forgotten if they're not recorded in real time right now along the way. I've sat with many students and parents at their kitchen table who have to rack their brains trying to remember some type of award or recognition that the child won two or three years ago. And by the way, as a bonus, having this nice list of events and awards and experiences makes it a lot easier to brainstorm about college essay questions, as answers to these questions often come from the activity and experiences on this list. Okay, assuming that those were compelling enough reasons to continue listening, let's discuss when would be the right time to start this process. This is pretty easy, as soon as your child graduates from eighth grade, which by no coincidence is the best time to enroll in Prepwell Academy. This is when your child should put a system in place to record important milestones and awards and experiences, both good and bad. Again, not surprisingly, this matches up with the time period that colleges will want to know about. Generally speaking, colleges do not want to know about what your child did in middle school. This doesn't mean that your child is not permitted to mention that they play the piano since second grade. On the other hand, colleges do not want to know about how your child was on the honor roll in sixth grade or seventh or eighth grade, or how they won the seventh grade science fair or the regional spelling bee in eighth grade. They are interested in what your child accomplishes after middle school. What exactly should your child keep track of? Well, like most things, it depends on how motivated and organized and engaged your child is. Ideally, the more they track, the better. It's usually easier to edit down from a long list of things than to have a skimpy list when you're wondering whether you've forgotten anything. But as we all know, not every teenager will be up for keeping a comprehensive and updated list. Here are the categories of the types of things, ideally, that your child should try to keep track of. Number one, any type of award or certificate or letter of recognition, no matter how big, how small, how impressive or not impressive. This would include being named to an all-county sports team or being voted most improved or most inspirational or if you were a debate champion, a winner of a robotics competition, an academic All-American, don't worry right now so much about how impressive the award might be, even if it seems pretty lightweight. In the big scheme of things, just record it. Later on, your child can decide which items end up being the most impressive. You can never have too many awards or honors to work with when you start off. Number two, clubs and organizations. Boy Scouts, Robotics Club, Theater Club, National Charity League, Recycling Club. Record those as well, as well as any leadership positions 
that they may have held while they're participating. Number three, leadership roles, president, founder, captain of an athletic team, things of this nature. These leadership roles will also be captured inside the descriptions of the team or the club or the organization, but duplication is okay in this case. Number four, certifications and licenses. This could include SCUBA certification, EMT certification. Maybe there's a a Microsoft SQL database certificate, first aid and CPR certifications, pilot's license. Number five, sports. School sports, club sports, any type of sport. Even if it's not necessarily school-sponsored or school-sanctioned like archery or skeet shooting or fly fishing, include them all. Number six, a paid job, like babysitting, shoveling snow, tutoring, lifeguarding. Number seven, internships, paid or unpaid. Number eight, highly influential mentors, people that have had a big impact on your child's life, a friend, a family member, a relative, a neighbor, a mentor, a sports coach. Number nine, volunteer work, soup kitchens, meals on wheels, a beach cleanup, challenged athletes' foundation races. Number 10, significant travel, overseas travel, significant travel outside of routine family vacations. Maybe you spent four or five weeks in Portugal. Maybe you've been a part of a foreign exchange program. Those are important. Number 11, noteworthy experiences, whether it's a traumatic event, a lunar eclipse, the first time your son or daughter was overseas, an 80-mile hike on the Pacific Coast Trail, the first boyfriend or girlfriend, the first car they ever had, getting their driver's license. All of these experiences are especially helpful when it comes to college essay ideas. Number 12, special projects. Maybe they started a small business. Maybe they're an entrepreneur. Maybe they had to babysit their siblings after school. They refurbished a car. They've read dozens of books in one particular area of interest. They have significant coding experience or an interesting collection of some kind or an Eagle Scout project that was significant. Number 13, extra education or college classes. Maybe they took a course over the summer to skip a particular class the next year. Maybe they learned a foreign language or took a computer programming class. Any type of academic endeavors outside of school would be great to include. And lastly, number 14, camps, sleepaway camps, day camps, sports camps, invitationals. As you can see, it's almost as if your child is filling out their college application in real time for three or four years. And this is the way it should be. If your child does this, they can see in front of their own eyes how they're doing. Are they active? If so, in what types of things? How are they spending their time and energy? Are they getting any awards? Are they distinguishing themselves in any way? Have they gotten any leadership positions? This is far better than waking up at the beginning of senior year and trying to backfill all of this information for the prior three years. Not only will it be difficult to remember all the things that your child did, but the biggest kick in the teeth is when they realize that they haven't really done that much and they no longer have any time to do anything about it. Their die has been cast. If the last three years didn't amount to much, oh well, that's the way it goes. This scenario is the one that I try to avoid at all costs. 
It's one of the very reasons that I started Preppel Academy and why I advocate to start in ninth grade. How exactly do I suggest that students keep track of all this stuff? Well, first off, if your ninth or 10th grader is already collecting and keeping track of these accomplishments, don't change anything. This would be very unusual. It's great, it's fantastic, but it's unusual. Let them go with it. Let them keep doing what they're doing. The majority of students, however, will not on their own have the instinct to start doing this as early as it should be done or the organizational capacity to do it. And as I mentioned earlier, people will approach this different ways. Those who keep a log by simply writing things down in a notebook or a piece of paper, it's a good start, but I would question whether it's a viable long-term solution because the chances of that piece of paper or that notebook being misplaced or thrown out or lost over the course of two, three, or four years is pretty high. Plus, this method doesn't give a lot of room to save or preserve anything but the written word, so it has its limitations. Some people have a folder that they fill with MVP awards and letters and certificates and newspaper and magazine clippings to the extent that those happen anymore. Photographs. That's okay, but it's still pretty old school. With digital media taking over the world, it seems, this approach is quickly becoming outdated. For instance, how would they keep track of videos or online photos in a physical folder or binder? Others create a folder on their computer where they drop writing samples, digital links, photos, PDFs of awards and certifications. That's getting better, but I still worry that they will lose the data or forget where that folder is or get a new computer or their hard drive crashes or they otherwise somehow lose track of those digital files. My preferred method and what I teach to every prep weller in my online program is to create a LinkedIn profile for themselves. As you may know, LinkedIn is today's version of an online resume. Now we also know that technically, LinkedIn profiles are typically geared toward professionals, adults, who are interested in posting their resume and their experience online, mostly for the purposes of networking. The reason I like to use LinkedIn as the repository for all of your child's information is because one, it's online, it's in the cloud, if you will, so your child's info won't be vulnerable to them losing their computer or their files getting corrupted or attacked by a virus, you're good to go. Number two, they can access it anywhere, anytime, even on their phone, where we know they spend 90% of their time. It's easy to log into their profile and add and subtract items whenever they think of it. Number three, it's very intuitive. The interface looks just like what the common application interface looks like when they become seniors, so we may as well get them familiar with the format now. Number four, the platform already contains all of the categories that they'll need. Awards, organizations, academics, volunteer work, projects. So it's easy to classify each of their new inputs. Number five, it can be kept private so that nobody but your child and those who they connect with can see it. Number six, their profile, even while private, can be shared with close friends, family members, teachers, mentors, Many of my prep wellers share their LinkedIn profile with me so that I can make suggestions and comments. 
Number seven, they will likely need to have a LinkedIn profile once they get to college anyway. So why not get a head start? Number eight, if they are ever asked for a resume or a brag sheet from a teacher, they can immediately respond with a link to a professional-looking LinkedIn profile. Number nine, a LinkedIn account allows your child to upload different types of media, photos, videos, audio pieces. I've had prep wellers who've uploaded TED Talks they've given, performances on Broadway, sports highlights, select choir performances, piano recitals, home movies, art exhibits, music videos, and any type of creative work that they're especially proud of. Number 10, I've had prep wellers who've had such compelling LinkedIn profiles that they actually include a link to their profile inside the common application so that while an admissions officer is reading their application, if they're curious about learning more, they are one click away. Number 11, if your child's LinkedIn profile is well-maintained and up-to-date and public, with any luck, it will be the first item that comes up in a Google search for your child's name and the name of their high school. This is something that admissions officers may do as a check. And having your child's professional-looking LinkedIn profile pop up number one may be better than the alternative, which may be some type of less-than-flattering photo that they may have been caught in. Number 12, don't be surprised when your child tries to create an account that they get a pop-up message telling them that they must be at least 16 years old to create an account. LinkedIn is in the process of changing this, but it may not have taken effect by the time your child is trying to create an account. I've advised my prep wellers, including my own sons, when it was time for them to change their birth date slightly, if they're 14 or 15, so that they can create the account. And then when they turn 16, just go back and change their birth date back to their actual date. As you can see, this is a pretty long list of benefits, and there are plenty more. I teach all of my online prep wellers how to do this, click by click, so that they know exactly what steps to take. I even created a fictional LinkedIn account of a fictitious prep weller named Chris Prepwell, you can look him up yourself, who they can view as a sample of what their profile might look like. So if you like the idea of your child having a private, comprehensive online profile that grows as they grow in real time and is always available and can't be lost and will help them immeasurably when it comes to filling out their college applications, then help them out. For one, if your child isn't enrolled in Preppel Academy, enroll them. As a prep weller, they will receive several lessons dedicated to this from me, videos that they can start and stop and pause and rewind and make sure they're doing everything the right way. As a parent, you can also help them by checking in with them, asking them if they've created their LinkedIn profile yet, helping them brainstorm about the activities that they might want to include, giving them pointers and tips. Creating this profile now will ease the stress later. Once they get their profile up and running, check in with them every few months. Sit down together and update that profile. Add this award or that special recognition or that video or this painting. This is also a great way for you and your child to get together and get on the same page. Okay, folks, that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you found this episode especially valuable. If you did, 
please give us a quick review. That helps out a lot. If you know someone with an 8th grader, ninth grader, or 10th grader in high school that might find this helpful, please share this episode with them. To share is to care. If you have questions, comments, or an idea for an episode, please reach out to me by email. DM me on Instagram, prepwell underscore academy. Check out my blog, Facebook, or, wait for it, my LinkedIn profile. I would love to hear from you. And until next week, goodbye, good luck, and never stop preparing. This podcast is brought to you by PrepWell Academy. PrepWell Academy is my one-of-a-kind online mentoring program that delivers to your ninth or 10th grader a short, highly relevant video from me every week, every Sunday, in fact, where I give them a heads up about what they should be thinking about to stay ahead of the game. To get these valuable lessons into your child's hands, please head over to PrepWellAcademy.com and enroll your child today.